you give him the time as you live, his word rhymes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Living in God's Rhyme, a podcast where we talk about faith, poetry, family, and things that Tim and I just want to talk about. My name's Dave, and here's the better and, half of our show. Again, I'm going to ask you who's standing behind me. My name's Tim, <laughs> and I'm just the older half. So anyway, hello, everybody. I'm, I'm glad you're here, and uh, I will try to be more uh, <laughs> serious as we go through the after, through this the podcast. Serious doesn't get not, us anywhere. Oh, certain, sometimes it, there are certain things we have to be serious about. And I'm serious about that. I agree. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm sorry. Now I can't stop laughing. Don't make me laugh the whole, okay. the whole show. Okay. 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 But that's okay. I need to get serious to start with. Though. Yeah. So folks, okay. Tim is going to now tell you what we're going to talk about this time. And take it away, older brother. <laughs> okay. Uh, baby brother. Uh, <laughs> first of all, before we get into what this podcast is about, I need to apologize for a mistake I made in last week's podcast. And uh, I caught it when I was listening to the, uh, the edited version that you sent me, Dave. And uh, when we were talking about the Psalms, I said that David earned his salvation. Well, he did not earn it. He prayed to live in God's salvation. And it's only by God's grace that we find our salvation. So forgive me for my misstatement. I, we can't earn it. David didn't say he earned it. He's talking about living in God's salvation. It's a gift from God. So I just wanted to, if someone caught that and said, hey, this guy's really way off here. <laughs> I want you to know that I was off when I said that. But I, I will uh, correct myself and uh, ask your forgiveness. You know, folks, there are fact checkers that listen to everything. And I think that God understands a mistake once in a while, don't you, Tim? Well, as long as you confess it, I mean, yeah, I, I believe God showed me that mistake. <laughs> I think he did, too. I, I firmly believe, yeah. I mean, yeah. And I didn't yeah. go look it up. So well, could be my bad, too, but I trust you. Well, the other thing that was I had been reading the Psalms. Uh, the last couple of weeks, and, and David occasionally has this, you know, and will talk about salvation, living in God's salvation. So, mm -hmm. uh, but he never said he earned it. So, this week, what are we going to talk about this week, huh? Yeah. What are we going to talk four, about? I have four poems I picked from Living in God's Rhyme. And again, the common thread, as it was last week, is just God and Jesus. And, uh, Right now, for me, that is more than good enough. And uh, that is a common thread that I think we can talk about forever. And uh, we'll just, uh, wherever the Spirit leads us in our discussion in between, we'll just follow the Spirit, Dave. That sounds okay? wonderful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. All right. So this first one, again, these are all from God's Rhyme, Living in God's Rhyme, can be found on page 29. And... Uh, when you're looking at the video, this is the book, Living in God's Rhyme. Looks better in front of my face than you see now. Anyway, it's called Monday Morning, the Night Before. 
There is nothing to say, nothing new in any way, except the thunder I hear slowly as it moves near. There is one difference I have noticed since putting letters together that form words. Well, now, too, I have misplaced the punctuation, and one line is too long. If you're reading this in the book, you'll understand that. Um, there's no punctuation in the first two paragraph uh, stanzas. Continuing, but through it all, on this day, I still hear his voice, his call. He is still, as always, here. Always and forever includes tomorrow, knowing that he will never leave me in my sorrow. Another day to be in his presence, another hour to be thankful, that through his grace my penance he has taken from me, it is paid in full. So I will, so I will awake in the morning to the rising sun, God's sun, that is. There will be no mourning the battle he has won. The only fear I will know is the awesome reverence that by his holiness I must show to God for taking my repentance. That by his holiness I must show to God for taking my repentance. Monday morning's prayer is that all my desires are that I live wanting what is his. His love for me is all I reason, is all I desire. Uh, one thing that comes out to me as I read this again and as I was reading it and preparing for the show, uh, the repentance. You know, uh, God forgives us our sins, but we must repent too. So uh, my state of mind at the time when I was writing the must have been, okay, God has forgiven my sins and he has taken my that repentance that I have uh, committed to and I don't need it now because he's forgiven the sin, it's forgotten. But uh, I can see how someone might think that's an odd way to say it. But that's uh, sometimes what poets do. They just, uh, <laughs> we, we sometimes just find for a, look for a new way to say the same old thing. And uh, sometimes it works and other times it gets us really off base. But, yeah, I can see that. But, but, but yep, one thing that, there. that through his grace, my penance, he has taken from me and it has paid in full, which basically means to me that <laughs> you, 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 you asked for forgiveness and that was it. I've asked for forgiveness, you know, and, and I, I've repented, repented, that's mm -hmm. my penance uh, in, in this poem it is right right and, uh, that is my that is my repentance uh, my penance um, right yeah it's uh, opened it up to more discussion than I was different discussion I was thinking about but those are all good points that my choice of words my choice of words uh, um, would have been different but this is what it is, and I just, my, whatever happens the night before, if I confess my sins, repent from my sin, and uh, God, God's forgiving, and I, we move forward. Better to move forward with God after confessing your sins than to dwell on your sin and not move anywhere except backwards. Yeah. 
Last phrase, Monday morning's prayer is that all my desires are that I live wanting what is his. His love for me is all I desire. That's very, very, very moving, but it's also something that I want now too. It's, <laughs> you know, I'm, well, don't get me wrong, because as I'm growing and growing and growing in faith, I, I see this, but I think about it differently now that I'm listening to your words, and, and that makes more sense now. His love is all I desire. That's yeah, everything he he loves you. is in his love, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's all the goodness he has. Yeah. Yeah, and that's uh, and my prayer that's I've come in the, in the morning to uh, where I ask that uh, where I pray that all of my desires for the day are are what pleases God is to please him. Mm-hmm. And uh, to take those others away. So if there's ever anything that uh, you know we should des- I think can desire without being uh, just that we we can desire and benefit from is God's love right yeah and he and once we've once we've found salvation accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior then I mean that desire grows and that's the desire that we want to live with yeah yeah I agree Should we move on? Well, that's an option. I think we should explore. We should what? <laughs> explore. Oh, go ahead. Well, let's explore. <laughs> Where are we headed? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that's Jacques Cousteau. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go quoting Jacques Cousteau. Okay. How about the next poem? Okay. The next poem is found on page 34 of Living in God's Mind called The Rhyme of God, The Rhyme of Me. There may be no rhymes, as in other times, but it is not that the Lord has struck a lost chord. If he did, it would be sung in every church bell, as every church bell was rung. His rhyme is his word, the scriptures we read, through which he plants his seed with hope that we have heard. It is through his grace that we see his face, and those we meet, and those we greet. If we believe in us, in us lives his rhyme forever in time. He will not deceive. And then I decided to write about something right, but got it wrong because it was me, me, just me, alone. I can wander in this world oblivious to all that is good. I can try by myself to lift myself up, up above the hustle without the bustle, and fail because the bustle of this world is the hustle that tells me all I see is all I need. Then I awake from what I hope is a dream, hoping that all is not what it seems. I look in the mirror and see the reflection of what I used to be. What I used to be before my Savior redeemed me, made me righteous in his eyes, the eyes of his Father in heaven above. Every moment of every day I felt his love, a love for me and those who surround my life, who have oft times run aground. I pray that what I dream is never real. I pray that what may seem somewhat surreal is nothing more than a bad dream from a bad movie scene. 
As I live, I pray that temptation I turn over to my Savior who has conquered my sin no matter where I've been. When I turn my back, I lose my sight of what is wrong and who is right. May I focus my eyes, the eyes of my soul, so that my that to my sin I die, he has mended the whole. Um, and just a brief reflection that's in the book on this one. Someone asked me, once asked me at a book signing where the name God's Rhyme came from for the first book. From him, I said. He is the rhyme. Later I realized that I also had a poem in the book with that title. What a memory I have. But yeah. That's, uh, I don't know if people will ever get tired of it. I know that a lot of things I've written, posted on Facebook even since the last book was written and that I still write, I have that rhyme continuously, time and rhyme. And... Uh, if I want rhymes, I got to figure out how to use the word times. So, it's, uh, but it's just uh, every to me everything that God does there's a, there's a rhyme in it. There's a rhyme in it. There's a rhyme in everything good that He does. And it's it's uh, for me that's that's what it is. That's the poet of me that sees it that way. Uh, the the person the writer of prose may look at it differently person who simply reads God's word and and lives God's word may not see it as a rhyme but they see it as a blessing mm-hmm. and I, that thought just crossed my mind in that his rhymes are definitely the blessings he gives us and for me his blessings rhyme yeah so that's, that's that's it the rhyme of God the rhyme of me he works in mysterious ways doesn't he uh, mysterious to us, yes, uh-huh. and as, as as the Bible says, his ways are not our ways, and our ways are not his ways, and I am so thankful for that. Yeah. Because it's just, <laughs> I couldn't, you know, he wouldn't be the God that he is if, if he followed our ways. We wouldn't, we'd all be lost. Oh, boy, would we be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, putting it mildly. Yeah, if you want to follow the one of those gods that do it our way, well, I'm, I'm not going to follow with you. No. There you go. That's the best way to put that. I like that. I'm not going to follow with you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. There's enough. Yeah, it is. You know, folks, it's it's just. Uh, I began to find about find out about Jesus. Probably in 1976, and a little bit afterwards, and it was a it was a, a sure a, it was pure joy, and I, I found a lot of growth, and uh, some really uh, you know normal experiences became very heartwarming at times. I, I worked outside surveying uh, for an engineering surveying company, and I can remember in the summertime. Uh, after one weekend of being in a uh, at a retreat, that I just I was amazed when I looked up and how blue the sky was and how beautiful the clouds were and uh, the surrounding area. I was I was in a farm field, uh, and it was just uh, amazing. And then uh, you know I 
I don't don't know what it was, but somewhere for too many years, I just suddenly lost track of God. I I prayed, I sinned, I prayed, I sinned, and there was that time that uh, you know the writing stopped, and I've talked a little bit about this before, but it was a time where God let me stay in the desert, and there was a reason for that. And uh, been in the last 10 years, or maybe let's say the last eight years or so, where that writing has come back and that feeling of, of wanting to know God and then feeling Him, His presence in me. And there are times I know when things I read or uh, as I'm reading some of the things that I've written, when I get that feeling, I, uh, there's a tingling feeling that I get, uh, knowing that His his presence is there uh, and that's something that I had to learn I had to learn to deal with was you know he's and, and, and understand and now that I understand it uh, a lot of things make sense in my past but you know he will lead you through those tough times and those tough times uh, are a time of learning uh, a time of learning to trust knowing that God is going to bless you at the end of that time. He's going to bring you out of it. Uh, just don't fight him. I think I fought him for long, too long. And uh, now I'm, and my faith is still growing. I still have a long ways to go. I, I'm not the guy that's going to get up and give you a sermon at church. I'm not the guy that's going to get at a, be at a revival and, and, uh, preach for an hour. I'm just the guy. The, I'm just the guy who's in love with God, who has found Jesus, and is trying to live a better life, knowing that it will be better with Jesus. And every day, I find it gets better. That's who I am. I am a child of God. Yeah. Yeah. So, you won't see me in the church pulpit. <laughs> we all, we all. God has a God has a gift for all of us. This is this is mine, and I I am very pleased to have it. Well, yeah, well, I'm, yeah. I'm happy and satisfied with it, and couldn't ask for anything different. I uh, wouldn't ask for anything different. Let me put it that way. Yeah, think about it though. This is both of our pulpits here. Yeah. Well, this 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 avenue we're we're traversing here is a is a is a form of uh, of a pulpit and preaching. You had said something there that, that kind of struck with me where you, we were struggling sometimes. And I remember there was a time in, in, in our lives um, where I struggled with, with believing and understanding how he could let things happen or why things happened to people we loved and there was a reason for it, and I still to this day don't understand the exact reason, except that he had a better plan for them. But it was it took a few years for me too to come back and say, "Wow, I, maybe I was wrong in what I was thinking." I wasn't wasn't saying I don't believe in you anymore. I just said I didn't understand you anymore, and I'm glad I'm I'm not feeling that way anymore. I'm glad I'm back feeling happy about God and, and 
I think I have a better understanding as to how things happen now. It just took that kind of time for me to get there. So anyways, how about yeah, the just, next one? Go ahead. Yeah, just quickly before that, though, Ed, uh, it's in his timing. And once we understand that it's his timing, not ours, it makes it easier to, to, uh, to understand and, and get through it, knowing that it's his timing. And his timing is perfect. And I agree with that now. At that time, I didn't agree with that. Yeah, I can. I, I, I've been through that. I think a lot of us have. Yeah. At some point. Uh, but. But it's it's. Mm -hmm. If we look well, at it, it the right the right way, our our faith should be growing. Yeah. Through those things, knowing that He is in control. Right, but right. God gave me a situation a few years ago. Where it created the conversations between you and I, and even our big brother Paul. But I mean, where. It was him saying, I'm coming back. You got to open up. <laughs> and through you, <laughs> and through, you know, in, in his way, he, through you, he opened my eyes back up to say, I'm still here. Come on back to the fold. I'm mm -hmm. always available. Here I am. My hands are always open. Just got to grab on. And you're right. It's in his time, mm -hmm. not mine. Not, and that's ev more evident every day. But as we talk, I see it. <laughs> and and uh, what he brought you out of is far better than what you're going through at the time. Oh, yes. Yeah, definitely. But it yeah. also allowed him back in my life, you and, and Paul back in my life. I mean, we not that we've strayed, but we didn't talk all that often. But now we talk a lot. <laughs> but it was fun. The conversations were great. The conversations were good. But they were also at the right time and in the right place. Mm -hmm. and, and that's his, by his design. Yep. So I'm happy about it. I remember those times and yeah, I was also blessed by him. It yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. This next one can be found on page 47 of living in God's rhyme. It's called, have we seen, have we heard, are we healed? And I am going to start out by reading from Matthew 13 verses 13 15. Though seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they do not hear or understand. In them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. You will never, ever, you will be, forgive me, you will be ever hearing but never understanding. You will be ever seeing but never perceiving. For this people's heart has become callous. They hardly hear with their ears and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn, and I would heal them. Now it's the poem. The heart keeps the body alive, pumping blood through our veins, so in living we might thrive, we might live without bodily pain. But when calloused, our heart becomes, we seek wealth instead of health, our days become totals of our sums. Our hearing, our sight, do not hear or see the fight as we run from the light into darkness. This world has forsaken the light, living with our adulterous gods of money and sin, never knowing what should be right, never knowing that tomorrow we may not win. We believe that the easy road leads to pleasure as we follow our heart to find the treasure. 
the satisfaction of believing we are good, not knowing we were never really understood, not knowing that we never really understood. Have we heard someone speak that as mere mortals we are weak? Has someone ever taken our hand and lifted us up to stand? Has anyone asked you to listen, to look at your yesterdays and todays, to see what you took, to see what we, to see that we have no gain for what we caused in a world of pain? Please, someone, please shout, shout the world about about God's saving grace as we run this race. Be healed, where fate has sealed. Your fate, forgive me. Be healed. Your fate sealed by believing and receiving the Son, the one and only God who loves us all. Please hear his call. And uh, here is my reflection. Near the end of God's rhyme, I noticed that the poetry was changing. There is more of the pain we cause God. I should correct that. More of the pain I cause God. It culminated in the last poem I wrote for the book, Broken Hearted. It was about how throughout the Old Testament and New Testament history, we have broken God's heart. I think, the God's, I think that God Still Rhymes has that in it also. In writing the third book, I am finding that I am being led to continue that theme, that and the need for God in our lives so our hearts will not be broken at the end of our days. Uh, I'm not sure where to start on that one. Well, it's the reflection that gets to me. I mean, it doesn't get to me. It makes me think. And because and, I never really looked at it that way where the poetry went towards what we do. It, I never saw that until you said that. Now it makes some sense. Yeah, I just, I noticed each book has, well, first of all, and I think it's, it shows the growth, shows my growth, uh, my faith uh, journey, and that um, the, just the, the, the tone of the, of the poetry becomes more, uh, more like, uh, more intense in that it's more, uh, not so much a pleading, but a, a plead, yes, a pleading to for everyone to please come to God, come to Jesus, know Him, uh, and that it is Him that we need, and not our, and not, not the world. Uh, I, I think that's been in all three books, but I think it gets a little more, uh, gets a little heavier, spoken in the other as the books progress. Right. So. And that's, I think, that's what I see in this one. Uh, and it certainly is true today. You know, we can live in the world. What do we gain? What do we gain? I know those who are gaining wealth, uh, maybe they still have good health, maybe they don't. But that health can be a spiritual health that they're looking at that they may not have. And what you're doing with your life, your spiritual health, is the health that we all need to uh, take care of. We need to take care of our spiritual health. And when that health 
starts spiritual health starts to fail us, we have the healer. We have we have Jesus. We have God to heal us uh, from that uh, weakness that we are feeling in our health, spiritual health, and that's the that's the health that we we need. And you can have all the wealth in the world, but you have are you spiritually healthy? Uh, and all the other things that are go that go on in the world. It's a, it's amazing. Oh, in some ways, to me, as I read through the Bible, the world hasn't really changed that much. Technically, through technology, we've changed. But as a human race, I don't know that we've changed that much. There are believers and non-believers. We may have evolved, but I don't think that we have spiritually evolved. No. No. I don't think we have. No, that's... Uh, because you're right. It comes um, down to two. One it comes down to two things: a believer and a non-believer. Yeah. Right. And uh, as as a believer, I it you know the great healer is going to continuously heal us when we we feel broken. We just have mm -hmm. to come to him in prayer and ask and uh, be healed. Yeah. Be healed, and that first healing comes when you accept Jesus. Accept the ministry, Lord and the Savior, for what He's done, and, and paying the price for your sins, and accepting God's grace, knowing that there's nothing you did to deserve it, but through His grace, He's given you something you don't deserve because of His Son, mm -hmm. the sacrifice He made, right. that final sacrifice He required. So, yes, the great Healer, and uh, it is He that I want to live with. And uh, that uh, spiritual healing is something that will take you farther than a physical healing. Even when you need physical healing, you want your spiritual healing, your spiritual health to be, to be uh, at its peak uh, to help overcome those things that your, your health is uh, causing you to struggle with. Right. And I see you looking something up in your Bible. Sorry. Because of, of you, we, we talk about this every week, but we never really get into it. But he mentions in, in Luke, as he's going through, you know, that he will have to die and, and suffer for all everybody's sins. And he predicts this. I mean, predicting isn't the right word, but... He says it, that he will have to be, I'm, I'm still looking, but I don't know, anyways, of course, when I, when I want it, I, I don't find it right off the top of my, anyways, folks, it is there. Yes, yeah, so he, he, you know, he was, he, he knew. He knew, and the other thing that uh, he did was he was faithful to God. Mm -hmm. He knew, and he still followed the will of the Father. Yes. And when he, his last prayer before he was uh, in the garden was, the, you know, fa uh, Father, you know, he said, Father, please take this burden from me. And then he said, Father, not my will, but your will be done. And uh, I need to do that more often. 
<laughs> I need to do that every day. And, and, and now that I mention it, I will try to remember that tomorrow. I will do. Every day, and forgive me for being away from my microphone and my voice getting soft. But, um, it's okay. Yeah. We can we can work on that. Yeah, we are. I know. Yeah. So I'm trying to. Yeah. So let's let's move on. Um, okay. What do you think? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, it's interesting. I I was flipping through the book, and I said, okay, I was looking at the uh, the index for the titles then I would go to the poem and look at it and mm-hmm. I like this poem uh, not because of the name of it but I like it but then I was going back and I keep I keep a list of the poems that we've used in the broadcast I mean in the podcast so that I'm not continuously reusing it right well we read this poem in episode eight of season one, so hopefully it's been long enough that people are ready for it again. I think they um, will be. Yes, and it's found on page sixty-nine, and it's called. It's from. It's titled Second Timothy four two. And this is the the verse. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage, with great patience and careful instruction. The word we are to preach in and out of season, this command given each to each believer for a reason. We are not all preachers and certainly not teachers, but we are all believers, overcoming deceivers. If we are to preach the word, we have to not only read the word, we have to desire the need to acknowledge what we, that, what we read. We have to desire the need to acknowledge what we read is indeed his plan for a fallen man. We must hunger for his word. We must desire to know him. We must listen to what we have heard. We must want to do more than than sing a hymn. So we read, we pray, asking to understand what we should say to obey your command. Ask God to put in your heart a desire to live in his embrace so that you may open a heart to someone lost in the race. If if we love God, we will follow him to the ends of the earth. It is only through him and the sacrifice of his son, through his unending grace that we find our worth. May we show others the way before the day is done. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for who you are, for all you do. And I like that one because, you know, we're we're told uh, Jesus says in, in the, that uh, we are to believe, be baptized, and spread the gospel. And we're all commanded to spread the gospel, and we do it in different ways. We talk about missionaries on the previous podcast, and you have you have preachers in our churches. Uh, other leaders in our churches that are teaching and uh, but we also must be familiar and uh, with God's word enough to know uh, what what is true what, 
that what he's saying is true, to know, to be able to express that to others. And I, I also believe that when we go to share the gospel, there's uh, we need to pray that we are open to letting the Holy Spirit give us the words. We don't have to be nervous saying, well, I don't, I don't know what to say. I, I don't know the Bible that well. I know how salvation is obtained, but how do I explain it to this person? Well, the Holy Spirit's there for us to, to lead you through that. And, uh, you know, you believe that, and, and you can do it. Um, but it's also important, I believe, that we, we do read the Bible. And I'm, I'm glad to see you thumbing through yours. Uh, <laughs> as I, uh, and uh, it's, it's, it's important. And uh, the other thing that uh, we do is, uh, we're not necessarily preachers again, it's, but we have a story. We have a story that we can tell someone. This is what happened to me. Right. Whether it was I was brought up in church and you know I I lived this way and it was just it was a normal progression in my life to accept Jesus, or there was this unexpected occurrence in my life where I came face to face with him and I've seen that happen with people, or it's just a matter of. I've known all along, but I finally decided I can't do it alone. I can't. Doing it myself is just making a mess. I need God. But, you know, it's when people hear your story, I think, you know, it makes it personal. Yeah. It makes it personal, and uh, that's important. It's, uh, I've seen it done where it's just someone has tried to convert someone on the spot to accept Jesus, and uh, I've been so long ago, I don't remember the everything that was said, but I'm sure there was there were some Bible verses thrown in there and the explanation somewhat, but I think that at the time, first of all, I don't think it was the proper time to do it. It was at work, it was a, a work situation. Uh, but also, even that, it, it, it didn't, there was no personal sharing. This is who God is. This is what God wants from wants of you. And it's, I think it's more effective when you say, "This is what God, this is what God has for you, and this is what He's done for me." Mm -hmm. And I look at, I look at this poetry, and this is what He's done for me. And you know, I'm so grateful and thankful for it, uh, and I've been blessed with it. And I'm even blessed that. You and I are here sharing it, sharing that poetry, sharing your growth and faith, and uh, that's what God's doing, and that's what people want to hear. That, I think that's what they need to hear. They need to hear what He about his grace and what he has for you, what Jesus has done for us, and your story. How, how did you come to know that? Right. And I think that people will relate to that. And I think they would, too, and yeah. they will. And you're, you're right. If, if somebody is telling you a personal story, you know, it's just like the story I tell every time when we, we talk about it is the beginning of this podcast, how this was all, how it all started. <laughs> you know, that, that, the word cemented comes to mind. 
it cemented in my brain that it was the right thing to do and that he decided it was the right time, not me. Which changed a whole lot of my thing. I mean, I'd been coming around, but it it changed a whole lot of my thinking in a way I think and, and, and how I want to think now. I don't think of life as selfishly, I don't believe, as I used to. Because mm-hmm. I've been, I'll be honest with you folks, I've, I've led a very selfish life. <laughs> and that's just the truth. And I don't like that part of it, but it is what it was, or was what it was. And now that I'm walking closer with him, I feel less selfish and more aware of those around me and those that I care about because he wants me to. Because if he didn't, I'd still be the selfish, you know, I'll put whatever acronym you want after that. I don't care. <laughs> but, you know, I, yeah, I don't feel that way anymore. I don't feel as much that way. I think I'm losing more and more every day. I mean, I think it's a great I, thing. I love that part of, it, of, of this whole scenario we're doing because <laughs> I feel less and less selfish, and I like that. I do. Yeah, I I appreciate that. And you said something that uh, you said you used two phrases. One phrase is used quite often, and I don't like it. But I like how you replaced it. It is what it is mm-hmm. to it was what it was. Yeah. So that and that's just a <laughs> just a, a personal issue I have with the phrase "it is what it is." I know yeah. it is what it is. It, it is. This is what it is. Yeah, we grew up with that though. Did we, Paul? Really? Oh yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Sorry, Paul. I guess I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> well, it was always the obvious things too. But, uh, well, but always is. Yeah, <laughs> but it was what it was, and. And I agree. I, I I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, it's, there are certain phrases out there that drive me crazy too. But uh, yeah, it, I don't know if that's it for me. But I use that phrase once in a while. But I'm using it less and less too. Well, you know, if it were multiple things, it would be yeah, they are what they are, huh? Yeah. Already are it are what it are. Yeah. But depends on where what part of the country you come from. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose so. Yeah, we're not going to go into we're not going to go into characters today. So, <laughs> please no. Because one just popped into my head, and I'm going. Yeah, oh, I, I know. No, I've met him. Alone. I've met him, and, and the, the other guys. They I don't know where they come from. Yeah, I tell you, <laughs> space aliens or something. Yeah. But anyway, well, I think I think this has been good, Dave. I uh, too had some good discussion, and I hope that uh, our listeners have gotten something out of it. And, Mm-hmm. I certainly hope, well, now this is something I've, okay, I've, God is telling me to say this, but if you don't have the books yet and uh, you like the podcast, I, my hope would be that you would buy the book for your, for your pleasure, for your reading, but Dave posts the show notes with the podcast. Now, if I'm wrong, Dave, tell me, are the show notes available at the same time as the podcast? Yes. Okay, so you can go to the show notes and you have a cheat sheet with you. Mm-hmm. You can read along. But believe me, it's nice to be able to read this poem after, we're, after the one I've read. The chances are really good that it's not going to be on the same podcast. Yeah. 
Also, I mean, then you go, you, you that next poem might go in a completely different direction. And there are some poems that, there's a couple that I, and I don't remember the names offhand, but I, I can remember lo- as I've been looking through the books, there are a couple poems. The, the, I, there is a poem, and the following poem was inspired by the previous one. <laughs> so. Ooh, so extras. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> the sequel. The sequel, yeah. The rest of the story. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Paul Harvey used to say. And yeah. for those of you who don't know who Paul Harvey was, look it up. <laughs> look it up. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, yeah, and folks, yes, all the show notes come with every podcast. I think that we don't, I don't give you everything that we, we say. I could, but nobody's requested that part yet. I don't want to go into the dialogue part, just go into the poems, and that's, because those are the important things, because we're talking about God and Tim's poetry and, and his thoughts. And, and my thoughts are all verbal. <laughs> his are all written down. Oh, and not anymore. Well, this is I, true, too. We it's, talked about that, but uh, yeah. no, I, I, I'm liking the free flow of thought better. Yeah. Where it leads I, don't know about, I don't know about you, but every once in a while, and I've seen here quite a bit lately, on facebook.com backslash God Still Rhymes. I see a, a new poem a couple times a week at least. Or yeah, uh, and a lot, a, lot of them, a lot of them are those cell phone notes uh, poems. Yeah. And I, I actually posted, because uh, they're on my cell phone, I, they, they'll, they won't post to the book page. They go to my personal page, and then I have to share it to the book page. Right, but today I wrote one. Uh, had it was just nonsense, and I uh, I even forget the title. Here, let me read it to you, okay? Really yeah, quickly. please. I do. got my phone. I have my phone. Mm-hmm. So let me go to notes. Okay, it's called Sleepless in dot 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 comma not no not Seattle. <laughs> and above that, I. After I'd written it, I wrote, more nonsense, N-O-N-C-E-N-T-S. <laughs> Can't sleep, so I'll keep on writing. Stop the fighting, the tossing and turning, and constant yearning to fall asleep without a peep. It's like a run-on sentence without, peri- without ending. Like a run-on sentence without ending, period. Words will rhyme, why not time? That's a question of my hesitation to lay my head upon my bed. And there the sentence ends. Oh my, oh why does my brain not sense, plural for more than once, understanding to me. I have no pillow that I can see. There it is on the floor by the dresser drawer. There it is on the floor by the dresser drawer. Must have been in a fight sometime earlier in the night. Now I can lay my head on the pillow on my bed. Good night and sweet dreams I wish for myself. In parentheses, it's cloudy so I can't wish upon a star. That's enough. Don't make another peep. It, it isn't tough. Close your eyes and go to sleep. Do it now. That was just a refreshing one to write. <laughs> and that's how, my, that's how my brain works sometimes. Well, now, folks, you have now seen into how Tim's brain works. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not that scary a place. 
Uh, yeah. Actually, a lot of my earlier poetry was more like that than what we see today. Yeah. So, um, Folks, I just want to remind you, don't forget about our Facebook page, or Tim's Facebook page again, facebook.com backslash God Still Rhymes. Um, our website, livingingodsrhyme.com. You've got every podcast is there. All the blog posts are there, videos, pictures. We don't have a contest right now, but we had an old contest that's still there. We have a YouTube channel now. Look us up on YouTube. Subscribe. Hit like. All the things you're supposed to do on there. Just When you're on YouTube, just type in Living in God's Rhyme. And there we are. We pop right up. I put more on there every week as I as I edit and get them going. And I think you're going to enjoy seeing Tim and I in our back and forth uh, conversations with both our faces. Our glorious uh, splendor. Yeah. Don't forget to tell your friends about us. If you're enjoying this, leave a comment or write us on the uh, on the app you're on. We'd love to hear from you. And Tim, besides your desk, where can people get the your books? Well, you can go to Barnes and Noble in the store and ask for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I said before, you're probably not going to see it in the store because there aren't that many sold. And uh, so ask for it at the counter. They can order it. Uh, just be aware that uh, if you order a book at Barnes & Noble that's not in stock at the store, on the shelves, they got a no-return policy. Just fine with me. <laughs> or you can go to uh, Barnes & Noble online and uh, get it there. Or there's always Amazon. You can go to Amazon online. And go to uh, both Barnes and Noble and Amazon. Uh, in the search bar, put the name of one of the books: God's Rhyme, God Still Rhymes, Living in God's Rhyme. And after that, type in Tim Carter, click on that, and it should take you right to one of the books. And you can get them there also. Just like magic. And uh, I think that was it. Oh, there is one other place you can get them. Whichever one of you has a book signing for me, arranges a book signing for me, I will bring the books and I will sign them and that will be another place they're available. Also, I have been known at a few of the book signings to give the... I'll keep the cost of the shipment and everything else goes to the organization that's uh, hosting the book signing. Oh, that's and, nice. Uh, so as long as they rent. cover shipping, you'll you'll take they get the rest goes to their organization, huh? That's true. Yep, that's, that's true. That's nice. So, uh, but uh, book signings are interesting. I've had very interesting experiences there, and I've talked about some of them before, and maybe I'll talk about them again. But yeah. that's also a possibility. Although I don't know that I'm coming to uh, Hawaii for book signing. Um, Dave may entice me to Florida. I'm in Michigan right now. So check it out. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. And that would be it. Oh, don't forget Letra Press. Oh, yes, Letra Press. Uh, Letra Press, my publisher, who you should all thank because uh, when I went with Letra Press uh, and left the previous publisher, the cost of all three books came down. (laughs) 
So while you make out, I'm I'm still making money, but not really. So <laughs> Letra Press. Go to Letra Press. L-E-T-T-R-A Press. Uh, and uh, on their website, they have a, a tab for books. And uh, they got a lot of good Christian books and other books uh, that they've published that you can buy there also. Yeah, and after you've bought Tim's books, then you should really look into some of the other ones. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, that's, what do you think, that's Tim? all I got, Dave. You want to uh, take us out with a prayer? Yeah, that would be great. I probably shouldn't say take us out. You want to end this with a prayer? <laughs> yes, I would, and I won't say anything else. Good. Me, cause I, yeah, okay. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this podcast, the time that you have given Dave and I oh, to share our faith, to share some poetry, and... Uh, talk about it we pray lord for the those who are listening to this podcast we thank you for the listeners lord and we pray that uh, they have enjoyed it and have received something out of it uh, maybe to help them through their day or just give them uh, something to think about we pray lord for those who are who are sick for those who are uh, going through struggles in their lives uh, otherwise, we pray, Lord, for healing in their lives and give them their, their, their health back and their life back. And uh, I pray, Lord, for those who are listening who uh, still haven't accepted your grace and Jesus as their Savior. I pray, Lord, that uh, through your continued work in their lives that they will come to, come to Jesus and find their salvation and peace in their day. We pray, Father... Uh, and pray, Lord, that uh, this podcast has been pleasing to you and any success that we've had, any good that comes out of us, Father, we know is because of you, and we give you the praise and the glory for your goodness and your love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And if you give him the times as you live, his word rhymes. Don't forget, though. Don't forget. We are the king's kids, and you will never get rid of us. For we are his with Jesus. Amen. God bless you all. Have a great week, everyone.